Hello and welcome to episode two of Him and Her podcast from the beach. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sally. So I hope you enjoyed our first first attempt. Um, since then we've had a few people ask us, how on earth did you get started in property when you're at your lowest point financially? Because um, it's quite interesting that property now gives us the lifestyle that we have today. And uh, we always thought, as a, like, a lot of you guests think, that you need lots and lots of money to get involved in property. I mean, you need that deposit. And then um, how do you go and buy the next one when you've, you've just used up all that money? So uh, I thought we'd uh, talk a little bit today about how we got started in that. Um, because it's it's quite a story. And really, it started off at... Uh, a Christmas party, uh, a B&I Christmas party, in fact, when um, Sp- Sally spent quite a long time talking to uh, rather a drunk solicitor. Yeah, because you were part of B&I um, where you were helping out your your friend in the IT business. And so we'd got invited to this party. And as usual, um, I was the driver. Well, so. no, that's not quite true, is it? I mean, it always used to work really well that I would always drive there and you would always drive back because... You were much better at navigating, so you could navigate there, and then once you'd been somewhere, you always knew how to drive home, so it kind of used to work out that way quite well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, nice try. Okay, so as I was saying, so I wasn't drinking because I was the uh, the navigator home, the driver home, because I knew how to get home, and um, uh, there was a, I was sitting next to a solicitor um, who was very drunk at the time, um, and we were having a very in-depth conversation about how how his business was going or not. Um, at the time, there was some legislation coming in, which meant that he had an awful lot of money that he was going to have to pay. Um, and he was looking for a way out of being a solicitor. Um, and he talked about how he'd come across doing property and you didn't need money to do property and a course that he was actually doing. I have to say, it's not the course that we went on to do. Um, but what he was telling me, my ears were really pricking up and I was then asking him lots and lots of questions and he was answering in the best way he could. And it really spurred something in my thoughts about the fact of this may be something that we could do. Bearing in mind that I'd been an estate agent previously um, um, and, you know, sort of like, so I did have some knowledge about that and also that I've got quite, I've always liked property. So it's just like, okay. Let's have a go at this. Let's see. So went home to Kevin. Well, no, we both went home and then sort of had a chat a couple of days later once we were feeling better. And um, yeah, and let's let's give this a go. But we spent a long time researching education, property education companies. And to be honest, none of it really gelled with our values. Um, there always seemed to be this catch or they couldn't tell you actually how they were making money. Mm-hmm. Um, so it felt very much like we thought the property arena was, you know, full of sharks and and people getting to rip you off. It's the classic way, isn't it, where they do, where the, the uh, training people tell you what to do, but not how to do it. So I went um, with our solicitor friend to uh, a huge networking meeting um, in Maidenhead, where there was about 200 property people there um, all crammed into a, a very small room before we went into the bigger room and it was awful 
Um, I've since been back to that meet where well, that meeting no longer runs, but I, I did have since been back to it and it was absolutely fine. But the problem was it was full of people that were you know, educated to an extent in property. I knew nothing about property and it seemed that everybody was coming up to me and asking, you know, had I got any money to invest? Had I got a pension? Would I like these magnificent returns? And it just felt awful. And not being the world's greatest networker, I ended up finding myself moving back um, to uh, the corner of the room and bumped into a table where um, the um, your property your property network network yes I forgot the name of the magazine YPN yeah. YPN magazine yeah um, was uh, was there and uh, this lady there said yeah she could see I was um, a little bit distressed. And she said, yeah, if you like a much smaller, um, more informative type meeting, there's one just up the road. Um, it's either the next day or the day after. I remember you coming back from that meeting say, saying, I'm never going to that again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's quite funny now, the uh, hindsight, but yeah. And this lady said to me, and you can go for free. So for the first time, you can go for free and here's a voucher code and you can take Sally as well. So I thought, what have we got to lose? Um, free meeting, yeah, a few hours of our life. It might, uh, it might just change things for the better, but not really holding out much hope. So uh, we went along to uh, to Basingstoke. It was the Basingstoke Property Investors Network meeting in in January 2013. And uh, as luck would have it, um, Mr. Simon Zucci, the uh, founder of the Pin Network, um, was actually there speaking. I didn't even realise who he was. <laughs> Having, I mean, I'd read his book, but I, I, I never know authors or anything like that. I never made the connection. So Simon was offering a, a one-day course and whereby the partner could go for free. So um, we thought, well, yeah, that was a, a really re reasonable price to uh, see if we can find out um, a little bit more about this property lark. But... That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to invest in anything else because I know how these things work. You go along and it's upsell, 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 and we're not going to do any of that. So that was my, actually my prime objective as we travelled up to Birmingham to go on this one-day course, which is probably not the most open-minded of attitudes to attend a training course. I just thought it was really good that you'd actually said yes to the training course because <laughs> uh, after your experience with the networking, and I have to say, please don't take it that that's what networking is all about, as most of you will know. It was just that it was at that time the networking that Kevin went to with, the, with that didn't he didn't enjoy. There were over 200 people there um, and he didn't know anybody. So, you know, just imagine that when you don't like networking anyway. And, and my self-confidence was still on the floor, having lost yeah. my job not that many years ago and still looking for you know, my purpose back in life, really. Um, so we go along to this, uh, this uh, one-day training course and uh, with the whole objective in mind that we were not going to sign up to anything else. Uh, but one of the main things that um, I was very interested in finding out about was this thing called purchase lease options where you could actually control a property without using any of your money or without buying it. Now, there was a lot of things in the press at the time that you know, it would all the, the uh, fancy lawyers would unpick all these contracts and it would all fall apart and, and they weren't strictly legal and all this sort of thing. So I, th you know, I knew, I understand the theory of it, but I didn't know anybody that was doing it. 
So I was lucky enough to uh, be able to find Simon in the break at the uh, the training. Um, Simon wasn't actually taking the training. He'd just come back from some foreign country somewhere and just popped in to see how it was going. Um, but asked the question, I said, you know, Simon, I, I totally get how these purchase lease options work, but I don't know anybody that's actually doing it. Expecting him to then go off on a big spiel about how they were this great thing and da-da-da-da-da. But he didn't. He stood there and he said, well, go and talk to to that person or that person or that person pointing out various people in the room that were actually doing it quite successfully. So I thought my very cynical hat on, um, well, he can't put that many plants in the room because there wouldn't be anybody left sort of thing. So, uh, um, and we did, and we did go and uh, then fully understand how you know, purchase lease options with the right um, lawyers in place and the right contracts in place are a fantastic way of of getting started um, with uh, with property without using any of your money. And I think one of the things that came across as well, that the people we were talking to who were doing it and you know be, are very successful in property were very ordinary people. You know, when we talked, to, you know, they would tell they would tell you about their background and they came from from you know. Very very ordinary lives. There, you know, there would be a policeman, there'd be a teacher, which I resonated with, obviously, as I was a teacher. There'd be, you know, somebody who worked in an office or whatever, or a builder. I think there was very, very, you know, nothing, nothing that's necessarily property dominated or anything like that. And and yet they were doing it. So sure enough, we come to the end of the meeting, and yes, there's this amazing offer to go on the three day course. Um, but I wasn't interested because my whole objective for that day was not actually to learn anything about property. If I'm totally honest, it was not to be suckered into another another course. So we didn't. I was so cross with him because <laughs> I could see the potential. I could see that we could do something having spoken to people and, and that sort of thing. I thought I thought it was well worth going to find out more. And I was just so cross at you with such a closed mind it can be a very very long journey from birmingham back to frimley where we lived when uh, you've just stolen someone's dream and seen the way out of how these things could be <laughs> but i will always be eternally grateful to simon zucci because i think it was probably the next day um, in the evening he ran a webinar and funnily enough he gave us a lot more information about how purchase lease options worked so that was um, really really useful and during that, I don't know what it was, an hour on the webinar, I was beginning to see the error of my ways <laughs> and beginning to think, oh, what have I done? So Simon then gives an offer um, which wasn't as good as the day before. So, yeah, I'm now calculating on how much my closed mindedness has actually cost us. Um, but thankfully, at the very end of the webinar, Simon said, if you sign up tonight, then you can have it for the price as it was the night before or the day before at the training. So I very quickly got my credit card out and uh, we booked in for uh, the three-day course. I think it was more than you dare do not sign up for that. Well, it was it was kind of a, a fairly safe thing because it was three days. Um, it was during half term. So we got three days away in a very nice hotel um, swimming pool there all the food provided um, and yeah we might learn a bit from the training as well so um, it um, was pretty much a, a no-brainer really from um, that point of view. And what you liked as well is that Simon always gives a money back guarantee so if you get yeah. halfway through the course you get and you don't like it you can give your money back 
and I think that's kind of what swayed you as well like well okay so I'm going to go a few days away and if I don't like it I can get my money back so so the day didn't start off too well the first day of the training because we ended up going to the wrong hotel so <laughs> I wonder why <laughs> so there's two hotels very close to Heathrow Airport with a very similar name and uh, yes I hadn't checked the details quite but we got there we got there in time and uh, we go in and of course I'd, I'd actually been um, only the week before on a three-day um, very intense training session with uh, BNI which had completely drained me um, so the thought of spending another three days in, in a hotel room was not high on my list of things that I wanted to do um, but hey we'd spend some time together so you know we might learn some stuff and then, so we sit down um, as the morning starts, and one of the first things that uh, we get advised to do to make the very best of the, uh, the three days is is actually if we'd come with uh, with a partner um, to actually split up, because we're actually going to see more people that way by um, networking separately throughout the room. So Kevin nearly got up and walked out at this point, um, and it was me that kind of you know. Pushed, you know, held on to him, saying, just listen, just go with it. But the look on his face was saying everything. I've now learned that they don't actually say it quite that way now because of my feedback on that. <laughs> but it makes perfect sense. If you go in as, as a couple, you know, like we said on the last podcast, you, you, you don't want to be doing the same thing because then you're only one person. So if you're splitting up um, and there's a room of 60 people, you're, you've only got to work the room of 30 people each you've got much more chance of meeting everybody. Um, so it, it absolutely makes perfect sense. And it, it was fine, and we did do it. And the day, or the three days, um, I remember like day one and a half, suddenly, you know, the penny began, began to drop. And towards the end of the three days, it was very clear that we'd learned everything that we needed to know to make a very successful um, property and business following strategies without using any of our own money um, but there was only kind of one thing that would stop me doing that <laughs> and, and that was me uh, because I knew exactly what would happen with the level of my self-confidence is that I would go ahead I would do something I would hit a block and and that would be it I would suddenly realize that you know everybody that was successful knew this wonderful magic secret that I didn't know um, or perhaps I wasn't entitled to know that I didn't deserve to know that they could be successful at property property wasn't for me so the thing that they get to stop and prevent that from happening is actually the coaching program that you get on the 12-month mastermind program so suddenly from being the biggest cynic in the world um, I was the second person to sign up for the 12-month mastermind program because I could see that with the coaching and the regular meetings and the buddies and the whole community was the thing that would lead me through to be successful and knock out the roadblocks as they inevitably would come. And interesting is over those three days, we did have sessions where we were coached. I was, we weren't really aware at the time that that's what was going on. As we saw it, it was helped. So, you know, if you come if we came across something that we were really unsure of, um, situation, I mean, we, there are, you, are, you are put in situations, you do do role play, and that's something that Kevin absolutely hated. 
Um, so you know, they it was then your your helped your coach through it. The role play is actually really good because obviously when you do that, you're in that situation, so you can and you're trying it out. But there were lots of things, lots of times when it was off. You know, we weren't sure about what we were doing or, or how that would work, and we were coached through it. Um, and actually, looking back now to see how we grew um, from a from a, um, a whole um, sort of like mindset, you know, uh, attitude in just three days with that support and that coaching was amazing. Really, looking back on it, because we did definitely come out as different people just in three days. Well, the fact that Kevin, we signed up um, to, to do the mastermind, having gone from, I'm not even doing one day course, to there is no way I'm doing anything else, to signing up for a whole year programme, kind of says it in itself. Yeah, and I firmly believe there's there's three key things that you need in any business to be successful. So you need the knowledge, and yeah, we could have got the knowledge from, from anywhere of how to do what we needed to do. We needed the support, and the support comes from the coaching, the other people that are on the programme, some and significant amount of people that we're still very good friends with to this day, mm. and and also then the uh, the mindset, so the um, which which comes with the environment that you're working with as well. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that have or a positive attitude that are trying to do you know similar things to you. Um, you don't feel alone as you would, you know, talking to your friends down down the pub. Anybody remember the pub? Um, I th- and I think that's something that really hit home to both of us, but particularly you, Kevin, in the fact that it was a, it's a very supportive environment we were in, because in the corporate world, that's not really the experience you necessarily have. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, so I think that was something that really, really sort of struck home to you. Um, and continues to so we decided to go they, they run one on a friday and then there's another one on a, on a saturday but the saturday one was another six months and we couldn't afford to wait um so i went along on the friday as as you know i wasn't working so that was fine but what that also meant that i really had to pay attention because i had to then come home and tell sally everything that had gone on during the day so that was a good revision for me um but also made sure that um I had tension throughout the whole day as well. Um, so we needed to get some property. So we're going to the, or I'm going to the meetings and Simon encourages us to uh, to talk to people that are local to us. Um, because I didn't do that because that's not what, what I was about um, initially. But then I realised that actually... I'd made the decision to go on the course, so there's no point in questioning the course now. The time for questioning it is before you actually sign up. Once you've signed up, that's it, you're committed, you've got to follow the process, you've got to do everything that you're told to do if you're going to get the best out of it, because you've already agreed with yourself that that's what you want to do. So Simon has a has a saying about just do as Simon says. And that's what I did. Even I remember, so I'd got some business cards printed, you know, pretty basic thing. But Simon said you needed to have your business, your, your picture on the business cards, which totally makes sense. If you go to a network meeting and you meet, you know, a dozen or so people, if you've got a photo on your business card, you remember that person a whole lot better when you get back if you just got a blank one. So, but I thought, but I've just spent all this money on these business cards. 
but Simon says we need one with a picture on. So that's what I did. I threw them away and got another one because the time for questioning whether I was on the right course or not had gone. I'd already made that decision. So it was about following the process and doing exactly what Simon told us to do. But that also transfers all the time in everything you do, really. Um, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing, isn't it? But none of us have got, none of us can foresee the future. So it's about look, you know, looking at why, why you made that decision. You've made a decision, you've gone to do something. Looking at why you've made that decision, accepting you've made that decision. And then, so how do I move on from that? Whatever you're doing, you know, I've made that decision. Don't, don't ever regret it. Just move on from it and take learnings from, from everything you do, really. So one of the things we were told to do um, was go along to the local pin meetings, um, which we did. And it's probably three months in, um, we met a person that was on the mastermind program that was running six months before us. And this particular lady had found a number of properties um, which um, she wasn't in, actually interested in. But the landlord was very interested in doing what's called the rent to rent strategy. So it was a time when um, the student prices um, or the student charges had just gone up through the roof. So a lot of students were actually deciding to stay at home because that was the only way they could they could uh, save any money and, and go to local universities rather than travel abroad or away. So um, a lot of the, uh, the university um, student accommodations were finding themselves empty come August and September, which is what this time was. So this landlord was interested in us taking over the properties for um, two to two to three years. So um, we went, I went up and, and spoke to this lady and, and uh, found that there was uh, another lady there that was speaking and interested in the properties as well that was actually on my mastermind program. And she lived quite local to me in relation to the, the UK, uh, but we'd never actually spoken. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, we, we, we did and, and we agreed to go and meet the landlord together. And the landlord actually had two properties so we actually decided that rather than have you know one each and then sort of try and work together and, and help each other why don't we just form a partnership and uh, and manage both the properties together so that way we're we're kind of spreading the risk we're helping each other we're supporting each other we have very different skill sets and it's not half as scary working with someone else as it is trying to work out how to do it all on your own uh, and that was particularly useful when um, on the very first day we actually um, uh, accepted 10 tenants into the two properties all on the same day, um, which was uh, a pretty uh, scary experience, but uh, we, we did it. And I think that gave a real insight into working with other people and how you can collaborate with other people and, and it can be really successful. Um, rather than just working on your own and trying to do everything on your own. I mean, for example, when we started you know, in business, the property business, neither of us had worked together before. In fact, I used to tell you I would never work with you. Um, and, you know, and, but that needs must, and we, that's why we decided we, you know, we would give it a go in property. But there were lots of things that we needed to, to 
to sort of come to agreement and understand. And actually, the biggest the, the biggest challenges were overcome once we actually we were got into wealth dynamics, which we've spoken to before with with the profiling, which we got through um, doing the course, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. To understand each other's strengths and challenges, because we were both doing everything. So you know, I'd be struggling with something, and Kevin would come along and say. Oh, he's not done that yet or oh, why don't you just do this and that used to really frustrate me and I, yeah well I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to we just do this you just do that because it was something that he understood really well and equally you know I, it, Kevin would be have a, the, the task of phoning people and it was be like haven't you done that I would be saying to him haven't you done that yet or just just give him a ring just give him a ring and it was just like oh okay but so we once we once we understood our strengths and our challenges then we we knew our roles in the business as well so you know what we what we could do so for example i don't do the paperwork or what if any paperwork i have to do is very sort of superficial that kevin does all that side of it because he's much better at that than me whereas i do the talking as any of you who know me would will know know us will know and I'm the I'm like the front the, the front person to, to the business really in many ways for the property business because that's what I enjoy doing. That that's far more me. So I'm more, much more like I will go and talk to the agents. Kevin doesn't even normally even meet the agents. <laughs> Not if I can help it. Not if he, yeah, exactly. Um so it's it, it's down to that to actually know the strengths of, of you know what, what the strengths are um, and what your challenges are to be able to work together. And, and that comes all from the wealth dynamics, absolutely, doesn't it? Yeah. And then who who do you work with? And how do you understand other people as well? What their strengths are? So, um, yeah. So to go back to these, these two properties. So the landlord is, is sitting there in August. He has no students. He doesn't want to do anything else. He's not interested in, in any other type of tenant. So he's not going to get any tenants anywhere else. Um, he was quite happy for us to pay him a fee, um, less than what he would get normally um, if he had students in there. But he had to understand that's not comparing like for like, comparing an empty property for 12 months or two years compared to what we were giving him was a very good deal. Um, he didn't want to sell the properties because he believed um, quite rightly that the student population would come back. And we didn't have to put any money down other than the, the first month's um, rent, which we had to pay him. Um, we were looking to then where could we get our tenants from? So we discovered there was a charity, a local charity that helped um, young people aged 18 to 25 to find homes. They would train them and these young people had to actually pass um, to be accepted onto the program of being housed. They were constantly struggling to find landlords that would, would take these people, um, but they were prepared to, to look after them and, and manage them from you know, the, the, the people side of it. Um, so um, we, uh, we did an agreement with, with the charity and uh, they provided all the, uh, all the tenants for us. So it was uh, it was a real win win, and we learnt um, very quickly um, how to run a, a house of multiple occupation, an HMO, um, all the uh, all the different things that you you'd never ever learn on a training course. You could you could spend your whole life training. You never really learn until you actually start and and do things. 
um, and get and get stuck in. Uh, and we learnt without risking any of our own money uh, because we hadn't got anything uh, invested in it. And then um, when the time came for for us all to uh, to move on, it was easy to uh, to give the properties back because the landlord was ready to take them back because the the students had. Uh, had returned so it was a complete win-win um, situation for for everybody and, and a great way to learn i say without risking um any of your own money um which you know, we didn't have <laughs> anyway so and of course what you what, what the bonus on there from that was that you started off with the two from him and about month six weeks in Mm-hmm. Um, he then had another property that was just down the road, so right on the edge of the student property, student area. Um, that again, he was struggling to get tenanted, and he thought he could see that he was onto a good thing to have the guaranteed rent coming in. So he offered us that one as well, didn't we? So we ended up with three of his. Which yeah, was, so we uh, built up the relationship with him, and obviously he trusted us. Um, he didn't know we were brand new, <laughs> um, but. We didn't obviously come across that way because we had the support of everybody else that was on the on the mastermind program. Because any question that we had, we could always go back and uh, and get advice and guidance and you know like simple things like how to dress a room. We'd never dressed a room in our lives before, um, but there was um, I remember one lady that helped us an awful lot on the, the things we should put in the room and shouldn't put in the room. Um, so yeah, that's uh, a great way of, of how we got started, and then obviously the profit that you're making from those, you can uh, then go and invest in in the next properties. It's about also it was exactly what you said. It's about seeking the help of others, not not to be not to be worried about seeking the help of others, because actually it's a win-win all around. Because if you, you know you're you're getting the information, but they're actually able to give you the information sometimes for a fee, sometimes not. Um, and the other side, but then you, you know, there, there, there will be a chance in the future, a time in the future when you can help them, you know. And but the relationship is built, and they'll come to you. So yeah, it's about building those relationships, isn't it? And yeah. Yeah, it's about getting the knowledge, building the relationships, and then having the courage to actually take action. Um, but having that support around you, so you can check in that the actions you're actually taking. You, know, you haven't forgotten anything you haven't missed anything um, and that's why we love coaching so much um, still to this day um, with the property side as well as as the the marketing side that we do um, yeah. it's just great helping people and um, guiding them to uh, to live their ideal lives I really love it when it's when I'm um, coaching people who are starting from scratch um, because that's exactly what we did so, you know, and building up your business and, and that sort of thing. Um, and I also, like, I mean, I, I like it as well when people have, have, got, have started a business and just want to grow. And it's just like, yeah, helping them to, and seeing them. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just great to see people, to see other people blossom. Yeah. And, and the coaches that we had, you know, still good friends with them to this day because mm. um, they helped us so much. And yeah, it just gets passed on to, to helping other people as well. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, something, a coach, I think, uh, I mean, before we started coaching, before, what well, before we had coaching, I never realised the value of a coach, really. Um, I never realised that, actually, how much support and, and, and help they give, how much they can be so much part of your business growing. Yep, 
certainly yeah. can. So I hope that's given you a bit of an insight into uh, how we got started. Um, obviously, you know how to contact us, so we'll leave the details there um, if you need uh, or if you'd like to learn any more or if, if you think we can help you. Um, and uh, look forward to uh, doing another one of these very soon. Yeah, I think it was the best thing you ever did was to go to that, to uh, discover, what was it, to talk to that lady at the YPN. <laughs> at the y, at the yeah the YPN stand to to bump into her to fall over her stand, so Indeed. that we discovered uh, property. And, and we always tell people that are at our pin meeting for the first time that just be careful because it might just change your life for the better as it did us. Yeah. Um, in spite of me trying not to allow it to happen. Yeah, wouldn't change it for the world. So okay. talk to you again soon. So it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from her. See you soon. Bye. Cheers, bye.